Hey everybody, Adam Stott here. Thanks for checking out my podcast, Business Grow Secrets. You're absolutely in the right place. This podcast is going to reveal to you all of the secrets that you've been looking to discover that are going to allow you to cure your cash flow problems, attain more clients, bring in more leads for your business, and create systems and processes that give you the growth that you want. You are going to discover the business growth secrets you have been looking for that I've used to sell over 50 million pounds worth of products and services on social media and help clients everywhere to grow their businesses on the mark. So let's get started on the Business Growth Secrets podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Hope you're all doing well. Got a really cool episode for you today. Thought I would give you a bit of uh, context to this episode so you've got an idea of exactly uh, what it's all about. So this year, uh, 2022, we've been running a, uh, an event bi-weekly, which every other week, where we've been training the Social Media Business Summit. The Social Media Business Summit is jam-packed full of content. It's a brilliant event. And at the end of that day, we run a VIP session. This VIP session you're about to hear is that one of the VIP sessions we had from this year. And the reason I wanted to run it is we get asked a lot of questions. Um, we get tons of different questions about uh, social media, about business, and I answer all those questions and give tons of value. So I'm sure you're going to really enjoy it. Uh, hopefully you do. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast because the episodes I've got coming up are going to blow your mind. They're like really awesome. So make sure you get subscribed and enjoy today's episode. So we'll start off, uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, Ing. Uh, maybe I'm not, okay, but we'll come to that in a minute. I'm sure you'll tell me in a moment. You've said, I have been working on my 62nd presentation of my services. It's still not perfected. Which keywords do you select to capture the problem solving that keeps your clients asking questions and continuing to engage? Um, you are uh, listing this somewhere on how to craft the message that gets their attention. Absolutely. You know, as part of the training that we do, that is something that we help people with and we help them to create what we call magnetic message. But we don't just help them to create a magnetic message in a 60 second presentation. We help them to do that in every area of their business. Um, but what we'll do is we hear from you in a moment a little bit more and you can give a bit more context to that question. Um, Bjorn has said, hi, social media magnet and funneling includes marketing and sales. What all in product? Do you use for that? So that's going to be an easy one to answer. We will answer that for you in a minute, Bjorn. Okay, absolutely. Still got a couple of more minutes to get those questions in. So let's start off um, with yourself. I'm going to ask you to unmute now. And you should be able to unmute yourself and give us a bit of context. And, and just remember, everybody, while I'm answering this specific question, this will apply to you because you're all going to, you know, business is common problems. You're all going to have the same things come up, right? So uh, talk to me about why this is the most important thing for you. It's important to me because I probably have um, an ability like so many other people. You end up chatting about a lot of things because you're nervous. And if you only have, um, like in this case, a short period of time to introduce yourself to a network, it could be on stage like you do. What are those key points of which where people stick around? Um, especially now that we're doing a little bit of zooming, if there are quite a few people, 
they they fall to the wayside quite quickly if you're not good enough at selecting those keywords that really identifies who you are. And also people are saying, oh, wow, okay, I'd like to engage with this person and, and go ahead and, and probably after a meeting or you meet up, if it is a mingling network where you people actually come over to you and want to have a conversation. And do you find that this is a problem for you at the moment? You found that yes. in the past, this is something that you struggle with, yeah? Because um, of confidence and, and that nervous element, um, I just... You come across okay at the moment. You come across pretty confident, to be fair, which is good. <laughs> um, so I would, I would say a couple of things to you here. Um, very, keep it very simple, right? Don't, I think that you're saying you become overwhelmed um, because you want to get your message across in a short period of time. But... The reality is this, what you're looking to do is not explain any ins and outs of what you do. You're just looking to spark that interest to move into a further com conversation. Very simply, you know, whether you are using what you're talking to me now about you introducing yourself, people getting to know you, let's see anyway. So tell me what you do because I don't know what you do at this stage, right? So tell me about you and what you do. A few years back, I set up a multifamily office. And instead of focusing on financial um, investment, I focus on private lifestyle elements in wealthy families' lives. So that is everything to do from travel, purchasing, property, um, madame needs to go shopping, whatever it may be. Lately, it's been a lot of um, luxury property rental. Families come to me and we will sort out what they need to do when they go on holiday. Um, it's a very nice space. And um, I've been in, in that space for 15 plus years. So I've, I've got a good mindset. And it's a pleasure to see that I have travel agents coming to me today and obviously family offices that I work with as an extended arm to, to that staff that's sitting there. Okay. So the, the problem with the message is almost the clarity. Um, and you need to get that clarity across, across a bit quicker. So what you need to look at, who is your ideal client? Who is your, describe your ideal client to me, someone that you want to work with. So a private family, uh, wealthy individuals, but they could be across all sorts of sectors. It could even be in the corporate sector. Um, yeah. so okay. Whilst wealthy, because wealthy to someone might be 10 million and that might be nothing to somebody else. It could be he's wealthy, they earn 300,000 a year. It could be do they earn 100,000 a year. What is wealthy? Because everybody has a different definition of that, of course. Okay, so another way to look at it could be we're looking at of the offerings that I have on my books is anywhere from £30,000 a week for property rental, but also up to 150000 Private Ireland, for instance, in the Mediterranean, 250000 to 300000 per week. That's sort of what we would be looking at for certain people. Okay, so the way that you would introduce that in a different way is all about language. And it's all about being specific and having clarity. And, and that's not coming across, right? So what we need to look at, and we have structures for this. I mean, for you, someone like you, and I didn't, don't think I saw your name on it, you should be on that expert speaker program. It will change your life. Because one deal could be worth half a million pounds to you. And your communication skills in speaking to people in this way would make the world of difference, right? So someone like yourself, I would say she'd be mad not to do it. I'll be that direct because I know how much it will change your life, right? But what you need to be doing is you need to be focusing on who you're after, what pain are they in, and what gain can they get from working with you. That's a very simple process. 
So you establish who you're after. Look, I help wealthy people, right, to either do a pain or a gain. It could be we start with the with the gain. So I help wealthy people and wealthy families to enjoy their money, finding them the experiences that they could never get access to or never even knew existed. So they can have more fun with their money without having to stress about getting the best deal or wasting money on the wrong opportunities, knowing that their time is precious, making sure they maximize their time. And it's like, well, oh, this sounds like somebody I want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Make perfect. sense? Yeah, perfect. Now, Thank you. I would say to you, take action on that because giving you the communication skills, it will change your life. It will change the, the way that you get people to respond to you. It will change the way that you communicate and catch people's interest and attention because it's not that you're not, and this is the problem, right, for most people. Most people are really good at what they do. I'm sure you've got access to some insane things and, you know, there's no doubt that people want to use those things. But if they never are able to know about those things, they can never use them. So we end up being that secret and then what happens is all our business comes through word of mouth or referral. And we get that slow growth. So mm-hmm. we want to get out of that and instead be able to communicate and express ourselves more clearly, which will enable us to get more business. All right. So hopefully that answers that one for you there. And that helps you and gives you some clarity. Okay. So Thank great you. stuff. Pleasure. Right. So I was just going to put pop you back on mute and get into the second question. So second question is from Bjorn. Uh, that's an easy question, Bjorn. Social media magnet and funneling includes marketing and sales. Which product? Click funnels. You know, that's what we use. It's what all of the world's top marketers use. Anybody that succeeds in that space, that's what they use. Um, Ironically, being that you are in this VIP, you actually get access to my marketing resources suite. So on Monday, what will happen is you'll be getting sent an email. And on that list, there will be a link there for a free trial on ClickFunnels account because that's what we, we use you'll get access to that. So if you wait till Monday, you want to go and check that stuff out, you can go and check it out. It's the best. You know, you can create funnels on there. You build those funnels. Those of you on the social media program, you'll have access to those funnels immediately because you've got that as part of the program. Three pre-built funnels for you as well. So it was a nice, easy one there, Bjorn. Hopefully that helps you. I don't really need to add anything else with that, right? Okay, so MJ has said, how do I get rid of the fear of being in social media. Um, so where is it, MJ? You there, man? You're a good looking fella. <laughs> right. How you doing, buddy? Right. Okay. So MJ, I'm going to take you off from you. Tell us what this fear is, my friend. Because I need to understand the fear before we get rid of it, right? Just that I've never been on social media before and, um, and I don't even have any account of anywhere at all. It just I, I just tend to avoid them as much as possible. The fear that I have is, you know, you you, you try to be, uh, you try to engage with people, and sometimes it's the fear of people being, you know, making comments about you and and writing negative stuff. Those are the fears that I I, I really find, or I'm actually kind of struggling to come over in order for me to engage in any of the social media or kind of to do any business. Because my background is, is medical and, and I tend to f- 
for me, it's a one-to-one basis. It, it's a lot easier. But when, when it comes down to crowds and it, I'm trying to engage myself, I have always this fear in my mind. What if I say something and people think as a negative way and then they start making comments on social media? It's just not that one person will know about you. You're talking loads of people will know about you. And you know, sometimes people can take things in, in a negative perspective, um, though you want to be really positive in yourself. Okay, so good question, right? First thing I would say to you, it's two things I'm going to say to you. First of all, you're overestimating how much people care about other people in a big way. They just don't care. <laughs> That's the reality, right? They they are not looking to hunt you down, expose you, cause you problems, or say bad things about you. That just don't happen, especially if you're doing a good job in the marketplace. Now, if you make enough noise and you are big enough, you will find your critics. They will find you. Don't you worry about that. They will. They're out there, right? However, we're talking about being in the hundreds of thousands of people following you. And when hundreds of thousands of people follow you, some are going to like you, some are not going to like you. But in the early stages, it is incredibly unlikely that you are going to find people that send you messages, right, that cause you problems or that say bad things about you. And frankly, if they do, They've never used your product or service. They've got no leg to stand and no grounds to say anything, right? So you, you, you've got to understand that anybody looking to pull you down is somebody that is below you. That's the way I look at it, right? They're looking to pull you down. They're looking to criticize you or say bad things about you when you've done nothing wrong. It's because they've got a problem in their life, not actually a problem with you. It's what we call projection. If you understand the psychology of projection, the psychology of projection is if you've ever had somebody say something really bad to you and you thought, where's that come from? I don't understand that. Like maybe in a personal situation, maybe in a relationship or a breakup, right? Um, something like this, somebody says something bad to you, it's like, I, I don't get it. I don't do that. I don't understand it. It's been aimed at you, but it's been projected from them. It's actually how they feel, not what you're actually doing. And that's, the, that's projection. And if somebody's saying something bad about you, it's because they're feeling pretty bad about their life right now, not because they really care about you. People don't do things because they care about other people. They do things because they care about themselves. People are motivated by self-interest. And don't get me wrong, there are lots of people that are motivated by giving back and adding value to people and doing things as well. But those people are not going to criticize you anyway, right? Because they're nice people. So I think that you're massively overthinking it, my friend. And the reality is, do you know what the worst thing is, buddy? You're putting your success and your growth in control of other people that you haven't met, you don't know, and you don't even know if they exist. Absolutely. No, I totally agree. I yeah, totally so we've got to change, my friend. Now, let me answer the second part of the question, right, which is this. Okay. Many years ago, and funnily enough, when I said to you I bought that first social media course, I mentioned on the training earlier that included an event in America. Now, I got asked to go to the event. And at that point, about a year earlier, I'd had a flight back from Las Vegas. And the flight was the worst flight I'd had in my life. Like the plane started dropping. I never had a problem with flying, but the plane was dropping. And it was the most horrendous flight I'd ever had. And what it did is it caused me a fear of flying. I was actually afraid of flying. You know, I admit that to you. I was totally afraid of it. It was something I didn't want to do, something I didn't like, because I frankly thought I was going to die on this flight right? Like literally. So it just caused me this fear of when I got on a plane, I was sweating. I was nervous. I was like, I don't want to be here. I don't feel in control. And I had this terrible fear of it. So I said for a few, I had a few opportunities that came up and I was like, no, no, no. 
Like deep down, I knew I was turning the opportunities down. But I didn't admit that to myself, but I knew I didn't want to fly there. That was the bottom line, right? And I had this fear of it. Now, now I fly all over the world and I couldn't care less. So how do you overcome that? The only way you can overcome it is by doing it. That's the bottom line. So whatever you're afraid of, you just need to do it. So if I were you, you need to take some action today while you've got some motivation and you've got some inspiration and get it done, my friend, because the thing you're afraid of, it ain't there. It ain't going to happen, all right? And literally, you'll be absolutely fine. And that is a real turning point. Overcoming fear is actually a turning point that you can create in your life, but it has to come from you. So my advice to you would be take action because, you know, right now, that's the next step for you in order to move forward, buddy. All right? Yeah. Let's put it behind you. You don't need to live with that. You don't need it. No, absolutely. Now, do you, have, do you have any kind of suggestions for people like me who has medical background? I mean, I'm a GP myself. And I, I, you know, we do a lot of teaching in students, and obviously the demands, demands that I know there is a lot of demands for private tuition and stuff like that. But I just cannot find a niche where I could actually target and say, you know, this could be my ideal potential um, customers or my niche where I can actually initially start a business and perhaps work from home. Do you, do you have okay, any? so you want, you want to find your ideal client, right? You're, you're a GP right now. Yeah. Okay, so um, it, it comes back to what I was saying earlier, buddy. You've got to build an audience right now. You want to start a business and, and, and you're in this position, perhaps you want to make some changes. It sounds to me like you want to make some changes in your life. But the audience is the first thing. Now, I don't know you as a GP, so you just told me you as a GP, right? And nobody else knows you're a GP until you tell them you are. So the first thing you've got to do is go and build an audience and tell people that what we do. That's like the first step, right? So my my first steps for you, I don't, I haven't seen again. I don't know if you're on the program or not. But this is why I believe so passionately about what I do because I know what the changes it can make for people is that your first mission, start your social media accounts, start building an audience, all right? It's much better to build the audience first so that when you're ready, you can say, hey, I'm a GP, this is what I want to offer, you know, or this is my experience, this is the product I want to offer, and have people there to offer it to. There's nothing to say yes straight away. You ain't got to spend a year deciding what you want to do and then go and come up with uh, an audience because now you're a year, a year down the line. You're better off build the audience now while you're thinking about what you want to do because then when the idea clicks, it's bang, I've got people to deliver the message to. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Most people do it the wrong way around. Is that most people do it the wrong way around? So you're not in isolation by any stretch of the imagination. So I would say to you that you know your first steps. Remember, this is one step at a time. You know, you've you, and it's the same with what you're doing. You know, what you've been doing in your career. Obviously, you've been successful in your career. You're obviously a smart person. You've been in your career for however many years because you won't be a GP if you hadn't studied and been and done all the courses and done everything else to build yourself up. You know, and then you you went out and it's, it's the same thing, my friend, but it's for a business. You know what I find for most people is what they do is most people will train for a decade in getting a skill in a career. And then when they want to run a business, they don't train in running a business. But a business is multi-layered. It's more complex. So you need to train in that as well. Like that you need to train in becoming a business owner. 
And it doesn't even matter if you haven't got the idea yet, you haven't got the vehicle yet. You know, that comes when you're around other business people. You see other people making money. You know, you're asking me for the idea. The reality is I'll give you 15 ideas, but you're not going to take action on it because it didn't come from you. The idea that you're going to back is the one that comes from your heart, not the one you got told on a 30-minute Zoom call. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. the reality, right? So mm-hmm. what you need to do is you need to put yourself in a business environment and get those ideas sparking and it will come to you. It will come to you, my friend. All right, so that will be my advice. I would say you definitely need some help to get this journey going. I don't think you're on the social media. I'll put the link in there in case you want it because I think that will be a great first step for you. And hopefully that answers your question, my friend. I'd be a big game changer because at least you get your social media up and running. At least you get into a position where you've overcome that first fear. Then you get into an environment of business owners. I've helped. I've, had, I've got a, a GP called Dr. Atif, believe it or not, that I helped to, to build a home cinema company. It's the most random thing in the world. So I just love cinema. I just love the speakers. I love the sound. That's what I want to do. That's what, that's what lights my fire. I was like, right, gay. You know, like it's, uh, you know, every, everybody's there. There's going to be something that lights your fire, right? Maybe it isn't speaking. It's not what you want to do. Maybe it isn't coaching. Maybe there's something else that you love that you want to turn that passion to profit and you can do it, but you're going to need the business skills to do it, my friend. So I think that'd be a great first start for you, all right? So I'll put that link in there for you anyway, just as a, even though we have filled up those spots today, there's for you to start. There's that opportunity just for for today. All right. So I'm going to move on to the next question. Okay. So let's just check the next question. Let's see what we've got. So I'm just going to unmute my friend. Um, Okay. Okay. This is from Lindsay. I have a business with my, that is in partnership with my sister, Events Cleaning. However, I found a gap in the market. I'm unsure of the processes to take events related. But not, I'm going to need some context on that. Where are you, Lindsay? Wait for me. Yeah. Okay, darling. Okay, let's bring you in. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. How are we going? Uh, yeah, good. So um, the, the gap in the market is um, a job site for festivals and festivals to talk to, to site crews because over the pandemic, a lot of the infrastructure crews um, actually went bust. So a lot of new companies had to come in. but nowhere to um, kind of talk to. So I'm looking at developing a, a website so so everyone can talk to each other um, behind a wall and to show jobs to to everyone, basically. Um, but I'm unsure of the processes to take. Um, obviously, website design is, is a lot um, to take on as well. Um, Okay, so this this could be a long, long, long answer, right? So I'm going to, you know, because there's some steps. The first thing you need to do, I'm going to tell you the questions you need to ask yourself because we won't be able to cover all of that here. First yeah. question you need to ask yourself is why do you want to do it, mm-hmm. all right? Is that is that passion burning enough, all right? Second question to ask is do people want it, all right, to which there's going to be an answer. Third question is will people pay for it, all right, which is the next answer. Because if you want it badly enough and they want it badly enough and they're willing to pay for it enough, then we might have something here. The fourth question is, what's your monetization strategy? All right. The fifth question is, how are you going to reach the people that you want to reach? All right. The sixth question is, what's your message for those people you want to reach? And the sixth, uh, seventh question is, what's your conversion method for those people? 
They're the seven questions you should ask yourself. You ask yourself those seven questions, you come up with the right answers. And if the opportunity stacks up enough, and, and then obviously we go into the financial side of the questions is, have you got the capital to pull this off? Yes or no? Now, if the answers are, if answers those questions don't stack, we might need to re-examine the opportunity. Now, if the why you want to do it is because you want to get into the job side of it and you want to help them get jobs, then it might be better that we actually get a specialist recruitment company in that area, which is a very profitable business, and we re-examine the opportunity. Now, now what I would say is rather than you waste a lot of time and money, probably a bit of coaching in that area might be a good thing for you. I believe yeah. you're working with us next, so I think we can take you through that in a slower, more systematic process and get you to start understanding what steps you need to take next. Because that's an all-encompassing question. Like, Adam, how do I set up my business model starting yeah. going and make loads of money? <laughs> Which we won't have time for today. But if you're working with us, don't worry, we can help you with that. Yeah. Does that answer give you a bit of yeah, indication? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? Write those questions down. They, they start... Because, look, at the end of the day, when you jump on a call with whoever your next step is, whether that's me or whether it's Ross, I, I don't know at this stage, you know, we're going to be looking to ask those questions and get to understand you and what it is you want to do and what is the, the, the real why behind the business. And we're then going to want to make sure that the business model stacks up as well. Yeah, sure. Okay. And we'll help and guide you through that process, all right? And we'll give you advice on how to get started. Okay? Great stuff. Okay. Um, so next one is, I'm a service-based beauty business offering... So this is from... Um, so we've had a few more joins, so I'm not sure where this one's coming from. It just says owner in the chat here. It says, Adam, I'm a service-based business, uh, beauty business offering various treatments in Bristol. A new hotel called Moxie is about to open not far from my beauty room. By the looks of it, they don't offer treatments. I would like to approach them and hope to advertise in the hotel and give their clients the discount, but I don't know how to go about it. Um, well, look, you know, from a social media perspective, you can find the people on LinkedIn. You can find the people that work at, I know the hotel chain Moxie, um, been to some of the different hotels in different places, not a bad chain actually, right? So it's a, a good place. Um, I would say to you that your biggest bonus from them opening around the corner might be your increased traffic, the amount of people that are available and that are around. So maybe you want to look at some local advertising. You want to look at some geo-targeting on, on Facebook so people walking around in that area can actually start to realize that you're available, you know, some placement ads and actually getting people to understand that you're there because it's pretty unlikely that a, a, a company of that size is going to endorse a small... No, it's not unlikely, but it's not impossible, right? Let's just make that clear because nothing's impossible. But it's unlikely but not impossible that a big chain like that is going to want to endorse a small business that they don't have a direct relationship with. And that's where you might struggle a little bit. However, that doesn't mean you can't capitalize on the opportunity. So geo-targeting ads... Um, actually having your presence increased in the area, um, having your presence increased around that area and the things that people can do nearby that's bringing in more tourism to the area is probably just a better bet. So I'd work on that from a two-pronged approach. I would work on it from one prong that I would go to LinkedIn and I would establish who the people are, the decision makers, and I would start to build a relationship with them. Um, and I would go to it from an angle. Now, if you're part of the social media program, you've got the chat and earn scripts, which tell you how to send a value-added message, which gets your responses, right? Those scripts are really, really powerful. And you can use those because you'll see how to go and position the value add. And when you go to them and you make that offer, 
then you'll be in a better position because you'll be coming to them from value rather than asking for something. Never ask someone for something unless you're giving them some value first. And that's the golden rule. Right, and that's going to help you in a big, big, big way. If you've got those Chapman scripts, that will show you that. The beauty business, we we have worked with a lot of beauty. In fact, my girlfriend is in now owns a beauty salon, right? And I've helped her um, grow her beauty salon significantly. Um, and I've worked with a lot of people in that area. I also know Bristol really well, so you know, um, should 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 really really help you in that area. Oh, and I remember it's, this is because it doesn't say Sarah, Sarah, isn't it? Sarah's expression. You see, your Zoom thing says owner. So I didn't know that was you that's asking that question. You can rename yourself. You know, you can call yourself anything on here, right? But you can rename yourself. But of course, yeah, I know you and I remember you, right? So in terms of, um, for you, you're part of the program, right? Go into them chat and earn scripts. Don't just focus on Moxie. Focus on the, the bigger picture here. Right, because there's going to be lots of different opportunities, and those those scripts which you won't have. I know that you've done some previous training with us. Um, they're going to add some great great value to you. All right, so hopefully hopefully that helps you, my dear. So, Mr. Uchi, I have other people doing online businesses. How can some? Right, I, I might need some clarity on this one. I have other people doing online businesses. How can someone have no idea work and where do I start from? Uh, are you there, Mr. Uchi? Do you want to give me a little bit more context on that, buddy? If you could just give me a bit of clarity on the question. So I haven't got the knowledge of, um, you know, do, uh, working on the internet and all that. I'm just a businessman. I'm, I import goods to uh, from UK to Africa. So, but I have a music industry. Um, so, but I find out that uh, we spend a lot of money trying to build the uh, Instagrams that, you know, drive traffic to our company. But uh, when I find you online, it was interesting for me. But I don't know how to go about it. But I'm just asking if there's any course that people like us who don't have experience, you know, who actually get to know, uh, because I'll be, I would love it if uh, the one managing my business rather than someone doing it for me. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I, I think the one thing I'll say to the whole group is this, is like if you try and sub this out and you want to get this done by somebody else, I can absolutely guarantee you, you are not going to get the results that you want. It's because, frankly, I've worked with so many marketing companies. The marketing companies come to me to try and understand what to do, and they don't know. They know the basics, right? Um, and even the ones that do know, they're wanting tens of thousands of pounds. And why can they justify that? Because they're able to generate you more revenue back. So they want proportionate amounts of, uh, of upfront payment for doing that, right? So, you know, the more a marketing agency raises its skills, the more money they want to charge. And frankly, most of the marketing companies that people try, especially the small businesses, they're small businesses too, right? And they don't 100% know how to do it either. So you get in this kind of terrible sort of situation. So I agree that you should learn it yourself. I'm not saying you have to become the all-encompassing social media expert. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is you need to have the knowledge of how you generate clients. And if you're going into the advertising without any training, you're going to waste a little bit of money, right? You can either learn in two ways. You can learn from somebody else or you can learn from trial and error. And they're the only two ways. You know, when I had my first business, I spent 1.4 million pounds on um, Facebook advertising. And frankly, that 1.4 million, this is the beginning. I did that over the course of the first six years. And out of that 1.4 million, I reckon I probably could have put another 700,000 in my pocket if I knew what I knew now. 
because of the efficiencies and, and the actual high level that we operate at now and how we do what we do. But, you know, and this is the thing. So what I'm trying to sell you, tell you is that I completely have been there. I've been there wasting money. I've wasted extortionate amounts of money doing it wrong. Uh, it's only actually when I said, hey, look, I need to find the person that's the very best at this, that I actually started getting it right. You know, and that's when things started to change. So I would, I, I don't know if you're on again. I don't I haven't looked at seeing your name. And I know these Zoom names are coming up a bit different tonight. But if you're not on the training, you know, the training will give you the knowledge that you need to start to get results. And look, are, the world, are they going to be world-changing results for the very first moment? Perhaps, perhaps not. But I'll tell you what, it's a hell of a lot better than if you try and do it yourself. All right. You know, that's what I would say. Yeah, that makes sense, right? So um, I would say to you that from a starting point, probably try and get on that, my friend, because trying to figure it out on your own money, you might as well be playing roulette, buddy. And we don't want to do that. We don't gamble when it comes to business. We want to make the right decisions. And there's no point just throwing money after money after money, trying to figure out what works. It's better to pay a little bit of money and get told this is what works. And look, frankly, it does. The systems we use will work. So it will really, really help you. So my advice would be go down that road. Certainly don't go and hire another marketing company. So hopefully that helps, my friend. Okay, Thank so you very much. No worries, buddy. Um, saying, well done, MJ. Well done, my man. I hate the sound of my voice when playing video. So it holds me back. Where are you, Heather? Are you there? You waving? Okay. I've seen you on all day. You've been somebody that I've noticed that has been taking a lot of notes. Uh, you seem really in, like seem really driven. All right, obviously I met you yet, but you know just from noticing you on the day. Um, first of all, let's hear your voice then, very quickly. So hello. Uh, I think it's because I'm Scottish, and I just I don't think we come over as confident as English people. That's crazy. How yeah. many of you agree? That's nuts. Raise your hand if you. Yeah. I think you come over more confident. No, I genuinely, genuinely struggle with it. Honestly, I've, I've done a, I did a, um, another sort of business development course. I've just sort of finished that now, jumping onto this. Um, and I, I would find in these Zoom meetings, I would be dying to say something, but I would never unmute myself because I just, it was like I was in the corner all the time, you know, and I need to overcome that now. Well, well done for doing that right now. Yeah. <laughs> First step, right? Uh, secondly, look, this isn't anybody else's problem. This is your problem, mm. right? You've you've got to understand that nobody else thinks that, right? You know, I never ever would have thought. You don't even not sound confident in yeah. speaking to you. You sound confident anyway, right? And so this is in your head. Mm. And what happens? And this happens to all of us. You know, it's like MJ who was on a moment ago, right? We were talking. We all start telling ourselves a story. And you know what? We can be pretty convincing when we tell ourselves that story every single day for about eight years, all right? Yeah. All of a sudden, we believe what we're telling ourselves. And that story goes round and round and round and round and round and round. And all of a sudden, we believe it, right? And we believe it so deeply that if somebody takes it away from us, we're going to fight for it. We're going to say, hey, no, give me my story back. My voice does sound bad. It does. <laughs> You want to have an argument about it? <laughs> right, I'm telling you, don't. Okay. It's in your head. The problem is, if you've been telling yourself that story for eight years, you've got to shake it, right? And, and you need to stop telling yourself that story right now because 
I'm not being rude to you. You can be one of the clients, but you're going to realize with me, I'll push you to get results. Okay. And, and I don't mess around, right? And I'll be direct with you. We need to get rid of that story because it ain't empowering you. You always need to look at, is the story I'm telling myself empowering me or is it holding me back? And frankly, you know it's holding you back. Holding me back. I need to get over that and I need to have have energy. I feel like other people have got loads and loads of energy, which I don't feel that I have. Um, And just to keep the motivation going, you know, keep the momentum going to build. I've gone from having turnover at X amount and I tripled that on the last course, but I'm ready. I know that I'm ready to go to the next level. You know, I've got it in me to do it. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt. You seem like a focused individual. You seem like a focused lady. You know, you seem like a, a smart lady. There's no reason that you can't achieve what you want to achieve. And this is what you're doing, what, what you've learned, which are, is a lesson that you all need to learn, right? As everybody needs to learn. It's a lesson that I tried to, you know, impress upon you earlier. That when you invest in yourself, you grow. Your business grows. Things start to change. Things start to happen. We have new ideas. We get new voices. We take new actions. Everything starts to change. You've experienced that. You've already experienced that. You just told me I did training. I trebled my turnover. You, my friend, now are going to be in this place where you're like, hey, you know what? I now feel confident. I can do other things. I know I can. I've proven it to myself. And that's where you need to be. And now that you've taken another step today, I know you're joining us. Mm-hmm. You're going to get whatever you did there. You're going to do even more of us. I guarantee you that. Yeah. All right. So there's, um, you're on the right track. All right. Nothing wrong with your voice. Thank you. Give yourself a, a little <laughs> tap on the head. Story, right. Okay. All right. So we only got, we're overrunning a little bit. So I'm going to go through these. So, oh, Lindsay, you was on Rich House, Paul House too, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, after what episode was it? Tell me in the chat and I'll go and check it out because I don't know that I've seen it. I haven't watched all the episodes. <laughs> so I probably should watch a few more of them. Right. Okay. Um, so Chica said, I'm expecting a call for the team. I was thinking of another payment arrangement for the 499 and not the two payment option. But So it's a bit more spread out. Um, yeah. With the, usually, because we've kept the investment prices really low today, usually you've got, I'll put the speaker one in there as well in case that's what... Because Do you know what? The thing about the speaker one, and being very direct, is just that I know what it does to a person's confidence. And when your confidence grows, everything else just becomes easier. You know, and, and all of a sudden, you start to tackle challenges much easier and you make decisions faster and everything just gets better, right? So it really is such a value add to somebody's life. Um, I'm actually really pa- I'm passionate about both. I mean, a lot of you are going to need more clients. You're going to need more growth. You want to make more sales. But if you want to get your confidence up, there's nothing quite like um, that as well that, you know, the speaker train. I'll put the links in. I don't have access to another payment option. I don't believe um, on that. Um, I think the only payment options you can do, I think you can do a payment option on the speaker, but you'll need to speak to my office if you do want a payment option for the speaker, then what you can do is you can send me um, a me- send me a message on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at adams.coach and I'll, get, I'll, I'll make sure my team calls you on Monday and we can sort of put one of those spots aside for you. But if you don't need a payment option or you can stick it on a credit card in the short time or do whatever you want, um, then just go for it. I'll put both the links in 
So you've got both the options. So you know how we can help you. Well, I've just got a couple more. I've gotten another, a few people that already asked questions are asking more questions. We're already like a bit overrunning. So I'm just going to, first of all, make sure I've answered every question. So Lindsay's told me series three, not sure of the episode. Okay, cool. Um, and you said, I, lo- I would love to be a speaker about it. You know, maybe one day you really connected with me on that. Yeah, and it's, it's not, um, what I would say on the speaker, it's not necessarily about you getting on a big stage and going and, you know, being that, that person. It's not necessarily about that. What it's about is how you attack your everyday life. You know, do you go into every interaction feeling confident? Do you feel like you are hurt? Do you feel like you get to speak up? Do you feel like you are a leader and people listen to you? You know, and I feel speaking skills are what develop that. It develops that ability to be able to have that confidence in yourself to express your opinions, lead other people and create different results. So don't just get zoned in on, hey, I'm going to have to get up in front of a thousand people because you, you probably won't. And if you don't want to do that, you don't have to. Right? There is potential opportunities down the line for that kind of thing. But I think the first thing we do is we get ourselves in a really good place because when we get into a really good place, we attract different opportunities into our life. You know, and people are more magnetized towards us. And I think that's the important thing. Yeah. And I love the Scottish action. So Lindsay said the same thing. You know what? I love it too. You know, my, uh, my grandparents are Scottish, right? So, you know, I, I do love the Scottish. I always have loved it. So, you know, absolutely. Um, okay. Let's just see if I've missed any. Okay. I say MJ saying you're on the social media. Good man. I understand how early you are, MJ, because you told me we've had a chat, right? Let's get you going, buddy, right? Looking forward to working with you on that, okay? And Bjorn said, and I've got one last question. Bjorn asked a second question. I've opened my social media accounts, got my website, have my product. What's the first step of building that audience to tell them about what I offer? First step, go and click the link, get yourself on social media monetization, log in, follow the 15-minute video, get yourself an extra 10,000 people following you, buddy. <laughs> right, because we're out of time. Right, hopefully we've had a fantastic time and you've enjoyed it uh, this evening, and you've got some extra value, some interesting chat. Yeah, there were some different things uh, there that were discussed. Those of you that I'm going to be working with, super excited. We're going to do some great things together. I love meeting people like this. I know I've met Sarah before, um, you know, but for, for some some of you the first time meeting, it's really good to meet you properly and talk to you. And I very much look forward to um, to working with you all in the future. Hi, everybody. Adam here. And I hope you loved today's episode. Hope you thought it was fabulous. And if you did, I'd like to ask you a small favor. Could you jump over and go and give the podcast a review? Of course, I'll be super grateful if that is a five-star review. We're putting our all into this podcast for you, delivering you the content, giving you the secrets. And if you've enjoyed it, please go and give us a review and talk about what your favorite episode is, perhaps. Every single month, I select someone from that review list to come to one of my exclusive academy days and have lunch with me on the day meeting hundreds of my clients so if you want that to be you then you're going to be in with a shout if you go and give us a review on itunes please of course do remember to subscribe so you can get all the up-to-date episodes peace and love and i'll see you very very soon thank you